0: This podcast was inspired by Paula Pant's discussion to Big Think on YouTube. Paula Pant is the host of the Afford Anything podcast, and she wants to teach us how to manage our money better so we can achieve financial independence. Paula says that every decision you make comes with trade-offs, so she further asserts that money is an invitation to critical thought. Anything is within your means, but not everything. You can thus have whatever it is that you value, whether it be travel, food, or a home. But there just simply cannot be an unending string of ands. It's possible that you won't be able to have that thing in addition to other things. And it's not just about your money. That holds true for every finite resource, including your time, attention, concentration, energy. The greatest finite resource is life. So improving your money management skills also improves your life management skills. When people start asking questions about how to manage their money, they frequently ask about products or strategies, which is a common mistake. They might ask, for instance, should I use this app or should I buy this cryptocurrency? By removing all the unnecessary details, first principles thinking aims to identify the true cause of a problem. Therefore, if you picture a tree, The strategies and the goods would be its leaves. Naturally, since that surface is the most noticeable, that is what people may inquire about first. Let's begin with the tree's roots first, though. Your values are the tree's roots. The issue at hand is what really counts. The trunk of the tree, which represents your life philosophy and the kind of life you wish to lead, grows from those roots your values. Your aim and goals are then derived from that ideology as follows. How does that way of life translate into particular objectives? That is actually the trunk of the tree. You then venture outside into the tree's branches, which stand for the tactic. You can develop tactics for achieving your goals now that you are aware of your philosophy of life. Once you have a strategy in place, the tactics and products come from those leaves. So if you start by asking about tactics or products, you only have leaf in your hand and no root structure. It's really difficult to become enthused about personal finance when it's presented in the context of delayed gratification in order to have more money when you're 75. However, it becomes much more alluring when we reframe that as financial independence, Now, taking better care of your money leads to this flourishing of freedom, of opportunity, and of choice. When your potential passive income, the money you make when you're sleeping, is sufficient to pay your essential expenses, then you have reached financial independence. And it matters because it gives you access to an infinite number of options. You are free to pursue any endeavor you choose, whether it be continuing your line of work, changing careers in middle age, starting a family, or taking an extended trip. You are free to choose whatever you want without worrying about how you're going to keep the lights on or the refrigerator supplied. Everyone can pursue financial independence, but depending on where you are in your journey, the initial actions you will take may vary. Really, there are only three ways to become financially independent. Grow the gap, fill the gap, then do it again. To expand the gap, quote unquote, is to increase the difference between your income and outgoings. And there are only two ways to widen that gap, either by spending less money or by earning more. Your objective at that period of life is to improve your income if you don't make much money. If you already earn a lot of money, but have a spending problem, the easiest thing to do is stop spending and deal with the psychological problems at the bottom of that problem. The next step is to invest in the gap. In Paula Pant's opinion, everyone should aspire to save and invest at least 20% of their income. And when we save and invest, we also mean contributing more to the minimum payment toward debt, saving for retirement, making contributions in investment accounts. It involves creating an emergency fund. Start with 20% savings target, and if you're not quite there, aim for a 1% increase in your savings rate every month or so. You'll eventually reach a 20% threshold, albeit it may take a few years. And then step three is repeat. Lifelong money management is necessary. In history, there has never been a time when the globe was not unstable. A pandemic in the First World War were both happening at the same time 100 years ago. Then about 10 years came the Great Depression. Then came World War II. After that, a series of global scale events occurred one after another. Paula Pant says, and I quote, "'Change is the nature of the world, the nature of time.'" And so, if you're looking out at the big global factors that are happening in the world today, and you're feeling fear, Embrace it and use that fear as motivation, as fuel to make wise decisions about how you spend your money, your time, your effort. That's how you build a life that's more intentional. And there's a lot of joy in that.